Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Revving the Word. My name is Elisa Keaton, founder of a ministry called Revelation Wellness. You can check out about us, find out more about us at revelationwellness.org. This is Revving the Word. We're going to move our body, so however you want to do that, um, maybe in more of a formal fitness fashion, but I have heard people using this to wash the car, mow the lawn, uh, cleaning house. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. I've, I actually used it one of these the other day for cleaning out my closet. How about that? You know, anytime you need a little bit of music in the background and you want to hear God's truth, and then especially, we will be doing a fitness component today because this is an interval workout. So there will be times that I invite you to uh, be more intense, to, to grow in intensity, and then to pull back. We're just going to play around. So it will be, um, I think the best part is that you don't have to think. I want you to kind of let go of your body and not be so focused and concerned about it. We're going to use the body and the fitness as a tool. And the Word is really what we're getting after. We want to become the living Word of God. And it is a message that love is greater than fear. That is the message of the Gospel. Love is going to be greater, is always greater than fear. And we'll do that with Scripture throughout. So when, whenever I say Scripture, I would encourage you, when I say it, say it back to yourself. I'll give you some time, especially when I get to the, the verse that we might be hanging on. I'm telling you, I think your body is going to remember it. You're going to recall it. It's cellular. <laughs> you're moving your body as you're speaking the word. Um, God's word is meant to be active. It is active. It is alive. And when we encounter it, it brings us to a greater state of, of awareness, of being alive and being engaged. We want to bring you totally alive in this time. Hey, also, our instructor training is coming up. If you like fitness, have a passion for people and for God, I'm telling you, you want to look into instructor training. It starts on January 9th is our next class of training, and it really is about discipling your heart. Um, we aren't going to say you have to go out and teach these many classes and do this and have this much. It's just not measurable and I think you're realizing that fitness is doing, if, if, these, if these are speaking to you, then I'm telling you, I think the Holy Spirit could be uh, nudging you to, to a call, um, definitely a call. This, we are in the infantile stage of bringing fitness, the awareness to the fitness community that this is a good idea and God is the creator of all good things. And we get to love people really hard because love is not easy <laughs> and that's why we train and that is what we're going to do to the mission field of fitness we love that we love the mission field of fitness it's amazing and it's definitely what i was the battle for which i was born for freedom so join us on mission there hey also i've been meaning to tell you this for a few weeks now if you go to our revelationwellness.org slash shop it's our apparel shop I am right now wearing a Revving the Word tech shirt. We had such a good response to you guys enjoying these um, podcasts. We thought, what if, what if they'd like a tech shirt? So in other words, a shirt. It's our only one we've ever had. We've done, been doing clothing line apparel for a while, and it really is just a fun way to get the message out there to wear your, wear your faith in your fitness and clothes that you wear. 
and we thought well, what if we made an actual tech shirt so it is a shirt that will breathe it won't it's not just a cotton shirt it's not made to to go out and be layered and that type of stuff that we have with all our other shirts this is a actual fitness shirt i wore it the other day to go running when it was more warm here in arizona and it was amazing i thought oh my gosh forgot how great these shirts are and the best part it says revving the word on the front and on the back it has you know the podcast and jesus uh fitness music the word <laughs> and it is um it kind of is a great way to explain what you're doing i wore it and i found myself running the other day and I, uh, we fell uh not fell, but somehow we managed to get ourselves in a race. <laughs> there was a, a public race happening and me and myself, um, our events coordinator, Kristen was wearing hers too. And every time we would pass them one, we would slow down so they could see the back of our shirt. I'd love them to see Jesus, fitness, the word and music kind of like, what's that? So if you would be interested in a shirt like that, you could check that out at the shop. It's just really fun that we have one. All right, let's get going. Uh, whatever you're doing right now, you're on a scale of one to five. You probably feel more like a five. I'm sorry, yeah, four or five. I'm sorry, on a scale of one to 10, I want you to feel more like a four or five. We'll get ourselves going up to that seven mark. Feel, be kind to you, okay? Just be kind. Don't have to, you don't have to force your body into this. Invite it. All right, hold on. We're going to get the music playing in three, two, one, play. Notice how your feet are hitting the ground. Are they heavy, noisy? When you're when you transfer that energy, does it feel sticky at all? So just, maybe you need to shorten your stride a bit. Maybe you need to lengthen your stride a little bit. But here's what I know everyone needs to do. Everyone conscious of your core, bringing the abdominals in and up so that the impact with which you hit the ground we can actually lessen that impact, friends, by staying engaged at the core, by having a, a very subtle draw in and up. You're not sucking it in. That doesn't engage the core. You're just drawing, drawing it in. And if you don't know how to engage the transverse abdominal, you can do that right now by coughing. <laughs> you cough and push, kind of like you're pushing out of your lungs what's deep down inside. Now that's, it's possible that you might be doing the opposite where you cough and push the belly out. Think about coughing and drawing the belly in. That muscle is your transverse abdominal. You can practice drawing that in when you're sitting in your car driving, when you're sitting in your chair at the office. I promise if your back hurts and you draw that muscle in, you're gonna end up sitting a little taller, transferring that weight to a stacked spine, your back pain will go away. Promise, try it. It all comes down to being intentional and being aware. Good. 
right. You get this whole song just in about a minute and 45 seconds that you are excited. Are you excited? Come on, get excited. I'm telling you, it's, it, it's too easy to become people that are like so programmed. Ugh, I'm guilty. Another day, I get up, move my body, quiet time, take the kids to school, do my work, right? It's so easy. So let's just repent of that right now. Because he has good works prepared for us today. The question is, will we have our eyes open? Keep your eyes open to say, God, what are you doing right now? And how can I partner with you? All right. Matthew 15. We're going to read a passage called The Faith of a Canaanite Woman. Verse 21. Now just think about it. The faith of a Canaanite woman. And Jesus went away from there and withdrew to the district of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a Canaanite woman from that region came out and was crying. Let me say that again. She came out and was crying. Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. My daughter is severely oppressed by a demon. But he did not answer her a word. And his disciples came and begged him, saying, send her away. She's crying out after us. He answered, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. But she came and knelt before him, saying, Lord, help me. And he answered, It is not right to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. She said, Yes, Lord. Yet even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from their master's table. Then Jesus answered her, O oh, woman, great is your faith! Exclamation point. Be it done for you as you desire. And her daughter was healed instantly. Get yourself up to a good seven, please. All right. Get yourself up to a good seven. Where you notice your breath. It's rhythmic. But there's no discomfort. It's rhythmic. So at first pass, I tell you, I've told you, I'm not just going to feed you the sugar of the gospel. We need our medicine. We need our supplements. We need our iron, our vitamin C. Our thiamond. Right? And if you just were to take those supplements as is, they're bitter. Maybe start to push towards a seven and a half, an eight. Good. 
So this is one of those verses, one of those passages, an interaction with Jesus and a person where it doesn't seem like Jesus is very nice. Let's be honest. Just be honest. You kind of go, God, why did you, you basically called her a dog. You ignored her. No, first, you pretty much ignored her. Then you called her a dog. <laughs> but make note, he healed her. He healed her. And let me say this. There is no account in scripture, not one time, that Jesus didn't heal anyone who came and asked. Not one. There's also not any time where he couldn't heal. Not once. Everyone who came to him was healed. But remember, Jesus is God. The knowledge of the Holy Spirit fully in him and on him. He's able to see past and through a a question or a request. He's always getting after the deeper thing, always. And it will often come at an offense to us. All right, year seven. You're gonna go in and out, pushing up to an eight, an eight and a half, not yet. You'll know when. But this whole passage is the faith of a Canaanite woman. First of all, a Canaanite is, would be considered the enemy of the house of God. They are the enemy, the, the Jebusites, the Hittites, the Canaanites. Read the Old Testament, all those ites. They were the foreign lands and territories that the Israelites would war against. So the fact that she even heard about Jesus and traveled to come near him and to make this request shows you one thing, love. Love draws to love, deep draws to deep. Come on, it's what you're magnetized for. Increase, go to an eight and a half. Come on, over threshold. Pull back, seven, seven and a half. This requires you to be focused now. You're not passive in this moment anymore. That's the thing about endurance day or interval days. You can't be passive. Listen, isn't it such the energy of your day? There are going to be times today that I got to just dig in, be faithful, keep my peace, my joy, because the kingdom is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness, peace, and joy. So if I want to stay in residency with the kingdom, 
my peace and my joy are key indicators of how I'm doing. And sometimes today, it's gonna be hard. Ready, set, eight and a half, go. Over, it's not comfortable. Pick up your knees, engage your belly. Pull back, seven and a half. Job. The faith of a Canaanite woman. This whole passage, six words. Repeat after me. Faith honors Christ. Christ honors faith. Eight and a half, go. Faith honors Christ. It bows to Christ. And Christ bows to faith. Christ honors faith. Faith. This woman got after. She went beyond the no or the delay. She was persistent. Pull back. She was persistent, tenacious. She wasn't going to leave without Jesus doing what he said he would do, without him acting on his nature and character. She wasn't going to take no for an answer. All right, listen. In this song, I'm going to give you two minutes, settle into a working zone. Then for the last four minutes, friends, we will do Tabatas, a 20 minute, 20 minute, 20 second all out push. You go up to a 10 or a 100% effort for 20 seconds. And then you'll pull back down, totally recover for 10 seconds. If you're running outside, you can, You'll, you'll move to, for that 10 seconds, it's recovery. You're supposed to see how quick you can get your heart rate down in 10 seconds and how quick you can get your heart rate up for 20. You know you're doing a real Tabata when about five to 10 seconds in, you're already fading. <laughs> Again, it's an invitation. If you don't wanna go to 100%, maybe you go to 90%, maybe you go Whatever it is, on 20, off 10 for four minutes. Faith honors Christ, Christ honors faith. He was drawing the enemy out. I'm sure she had years of unbelief, anger and bitterness against the people of God but she hears, catches wind of who Jesus is. And she packs her bags. She looks at her daughter and says, I'll be back. I don't care what this costs me. And she arrives in faith. Faith that Christ wouldn't judge her. But you know what? 
it sure must have felt like one when he said I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel he's basically staying on his side of the fence and she bullies herself in with faith oh how much he must love that kind of faith get ready go 20 seconds go come on I'm not gonna be able to talk to you faith honors Christ Christ honors faith Ten seconds off. Get ready to go on. Oh. Get ready. Come on, Lord, we need you. Go. Go. One hundred percent. Pull back. 10 seconds. Uh, don't worry what you look like in the gym. Don't worry. I'm working on my faith. Just say I'm working on my faith. Go. That when Christ says go, I go. When he says stop, I stop. Pull your feet up, come on. Pull back. Next time you go, be efficient with your stroke, with your gait. Go. Keep your TVA on. That tummy, that belt of truth. Come on. Peel your foot off the floor. Don't stop. Now stop. 10 seconds off. You're halfway done. Ready? Go. Smile. Come on, get violent. Smile. Pull back. Oh. But she came and knelt before him saying, Lord, help me. Go. Knelt before him. That's important. Three, two, one. What does that say to you? She came and knelt before him. Go. Go. Oh, your legs feel like cement rocks. You're doing it right. Pull back, you got one more. Come on, fill your legs with the remaining left blood or blood you have left. Go, go, 
go. Don't stop till I say stop. Stop. Recover. Recover. really could say the faith of an enemy of God which is so true that everybody has faith you know what because I have met a lot of unbelieving believers amen I'm one sometimes that when I lose my peace and my joy I'm no longer a thinking as a child of God I lose my faith I become a believing or an unbelieving believer. But I've met so many beautiful people that are believing unbelievers, that they have faith. We all have faith. You drive your car on whatever side of the road that your law says to drive out of faith, that the other side of the road, that that car is not gonna come into your lane. You have faith every time you take an elevator up high. Every time you get in a plane, you have faith. It's almost like anytime you leave your little safety zone of your bedroom, you have faith. And even in your bed, you're taking faith for the next breath. Faith that tomorrow's gonna come. This woman had faith and you know what made her faith? most beautiful to Christ, her tenacity. She was not leaving him. She was not gonna leave his presence without his touch, without his word, because she knew if you just say it, it's gonna happen. She lost herself in the goodness of God. All her generational patterns and strongholds of who the Israelites are, she just said, you know what, the fact that she even said, she even called herself a dog. She said, yeah, but even the dogs eat the crumbs. Whoo! It's that humility, that posture of humility. Whoo! That's all. That's the catalyst, that's the fire starter for a miracle. She knelt before him and said, Lord, help me. She knew without this, it's over. My daughter, I've lost my daughter to some demon. My daughter isn't my daughter anymore. I want my daughter back. You can get her back. Bring her back. I'm not leaving this place until you speak. Yes, Lord, yet even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from their master's table. First of all, she's saying, acknowledging her position of being beneath him. 
and she's acknowledging him as master. She knows he's God. And I'll tell you what, a man or woman who knows he's God, dangerous. Friends, you're going back for the Tabatas, but this time, only three minutes, okay? You can do it. Oh woman, great is your faith. Say that. Oh woman, great is your faith. Oh Elisa, great is your faith. Be it done for you as you desire. This also says, friends, I don't want to be a heretic here, but this is proving that we influence God. Our faith influences Him because we are in relationship with Him. He's looking for us to grow in character and nature of faithfulness. Ready? Go. First 20 seconds, go. Come on. It's your push. Don't pull back yet. Pull back for 10 seconds. Good job. Ah. You're going again, get ready. Go, go. Come on. Honors Christ. Pull back. Christ honors faith. Oh. Go. Come on. I love that he helps us find what's in us. The deeper places, a deep calling to deep. Pull back. Oh. Oh. You're almost there. Come on. Go. Come on. Don't pull back yet. Now, pull back. Oh. You got two more. You can do that. Ready? Go. Two. It's less than three. Isn't that great? Smile. Ha ha. Ha ha. Everyone say ha ha. Pull back. Oh. One more. Have faith. Take heart. According to your faith, it'll be done. Go. According to your faith. Jesus says this a lot to people that he heals. Those that come and ask. He says, according to your faith, 
it'll be done. So be it. Three, two, one. Ooh. Be it done for you. Oh, woman of great faith, be it done for you as you desire. I want you to settle into an eight, please. An eight. So it's not comfortably working. It's comfortably uncomfortable. A seven is comfortable work. An eight, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be okay with my discomfort. Great is your faith. So I want you to hear this, that you and I, that faith is active and alive. It's not just a, a standard, you know what I mean? Not just some immovable thing in terms of, like, right now. 10 cents is worth 10 cents, right? That's a standard. $1 is worth $1, is standard. But faith, Jesus is saying, according to it, let it be done. So if your faith, if you have the faith of a billion dollars, it'll be done to you according to a billion dollars. If you have the faith of 10 cents, you know, good faith of 10 cents. What you look for, you'll find. That's one of our house mottos. We say that to our kids all the time. What you look for, you will find. This woman was looking as a mother. Come on, mothers. Your daughter's suffering. You've lost your daughter. To some demon. She's not even her anymore, but you as a mother, it's burned in your memory of what goodness is. And you will not stop till you get it, till you find her. It'd be like her going missing. And you're like, I'm gonna find her. I will not stop. So this was a woman looking to find. And she found it. She found God. And she, like the woman that was bleeding, she threw up all her shame, all of her generational history, knowing I'm not even the ones he came for. But gosh, if he'll do it for them, he'll do it for me. He must be that good. He must be. So she presses in and she knows she found what she's looking for. And she's not leaving until it's done to her according to this faith. The love that she has for her daughter. <laughs> love, it's crazy powerful. And listen, I know. This is why he does what he does. He wants to see you know that love is greater than fear. So faith, listen, you cannot be a woman of faith and be cursing down people. You can't. You can't be a man of faith 
and be accusatory, be critical, be cynical. You can't be a man of faith and participate with fear. They don't go together. That's where we're confused. But I love, this woman is clear in her conviction. No, it's Jesus. And I'm not taking no for an answer. He blesses this. He says yes to that, more that. All right. Eight. Good. For one minute, bring it up to an eight and a half, a nine. Come on. Yeah. You're worth it, God. You draw us to you. Deep draws to deep. Faith calls to faith. Glory to glory. Oh. Come on, feet. Don't fail. You need to fuel your feet with some faith. Keep going. 30 seconds. Oh, woman, great is your faith. Be it done for you as you desire. You influence him by what you know about him. That's why know him. Get to know him. What's his favorite color? What makes him laugh? What makes him smile? What increases his strength? What's his favorite song? Pull back to a seven. Huh? Yeah. What's his favorite passage today of truth? What makes him sad? What frustrates him? Now I know we would think, well, God never gets frustrated. Ah. I know he looks at us and says, my kids, you got this in you. Come on, let's use it. He never shames us, but he knows a holding pattern when he knows we were made for so much more a holding pattern on us. He'll never give up. He's not human like us. But he'll, he never takes his eyes off the finished product of faith. Never. Eight and a half. Go. Come on. Great is your faith, it's greater than your fear. So according to that faith, let it be done for you as you desire. Keep going, but pull back. Do you guys understand? We do influence him. We influence him. Faith influences Christ. Christ influences faith. This is an active relationship. It's living. So just like there's some great days with my husband and not so great days, according to my faithfulness, 
the goodness of my heart, the kindness to believe, to be a woman of no offense, my ability to, to be righteousness in the kingdom with my peace and my joy that is the kingdom, then I will get back. It's the verse that says, to the measure you use it is the measure it will be given back to you, pressed down, shaking, and running over. Forgiveness, mercy, grace. I'm a woman who exercises those every day. I pick up mercy, I pick up forgiveness, I pick up grace. And according to that, he gives it back to me. It'll be done. Come on, finish. 45 seconds, as you wish, as you desire right now, let it be done to you. Let it be done for you. <laughs> what are we so afraid of? What are we so worried about? <laughs> Come on. Three, two, one. Pull back. What's that acronym for fear? Faith, something experienced appearing real or fear, experienced something. You can tell me, it's just coming to me that we really do fear. This woman had no fear, amen? Let me read it again. Tell me at any point. I would say maybe when she says the condition of her daughter, have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. My daughter is severely oppressed by a demon. <laughs> yeah. That's the whole point of the enemy is to get us to fear that what's been lost can never be returned. And that's a lie. In the name of Jesus. Everyone put your hands up. In the name of Jesus. Everything that gets lost or stolen comes back to us. Everything. You declare that according to faith. I don't have the evidence of it yet. There it is, false evidence appearing real. Boom, fear. I don't have the evidence that I'm gonna get back everything, but you know what? I have evidence behind me of things that have been returned to me. So I'm just gonna bank on that. I'm gonna cash in on that, that he was faithful there. He's gonna be faithful here. I don't have the fact. I don't have the, the deed written in stone. It's written on my heart. So when she talks about her daughter, there's probably fear there. It's just, she's lived with it. It's now this thing that camps out. But she heard about love. She heard, and that it was happening on the other side of the enemy wall. She packed her bags, and she went. Verse 23 says, but he did not answer her a word. And you got to say, why would you not answer her, Lord? Well, one thing, he's exposing the heart of his disciples who next say, send her away for she's crying out after us. So he's got to be like, oh my gosh, they're still not getting it. Okay, well, and I love that he doesn't turn his attention to them. I think he goes, we'll deal with that later. Because he then answered her. I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. 
He states why he came. He knows his mission. And he could be drawing up the fact that, listen, you and your people, you've hated me for a long time. What about this hate? Let's talk about this. But she, then she, he goes, I love it how Christ went high. He said, I was sent to the house of Israel. So he went high. She went low. Because next it says, but she came and knelt before him saying, Lord, help me. Those three words, <laughs> they're so powerful. <laughs> There's, this now becomes a father-daughter moment. Where there is no father, no good father that would deny us a good gift. And I think he, he continues, he's going after the deeper thing because he said it's not right to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. He pushed on the wound of her heart. That she's done this, that she's done something to deserve a sick daughter. He pushed on it. <laughs> and you know what came out? A fear of the Lord, of wisdom and knowledge, because she said, yes, Lord, yet even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from the master's table. You guys, I, I guarantee you, she didn't even have the ability to say that. That was faith in her. That was love that spoke that type of kung fu wisdom. <laughs> You ever had those moments when you're in a really tight situation and it seems like you're facing a dead end and all of a sudden words come out of you that you're like, I didn't even know I knew that. I, I just, I don't think she made her travel to Jesus thinking about these words she would say. She was just desperate and she was set. Her heart was set in him doing this. Love. Love. Love will make you do crazy things and it'll teach you the craziest of things. Faith. According to your faith. Come on. Love is greater than fear. At this point, she's not even fearing God. She's just speaking love back to Him. Because even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from the table, that even the dogs receive blessing. Listen, the scripture will going to confront us. It's not meant to harden our hearts. It's meant to break our hard hearts, to go after the deeper places. And that's what he was doing in this passage. Listen, I don't care how he does it. I just want him to do it. Amen. I don't care how he shifts and changes me and molds me. I just want him to do it.
Oh, woman, great is your faith. Christ honors faith. Faith honors Christ. So I'm going to be practical. I've said this before, but the next time you're facing a hard situation, the next thing something seems impossible, the next time you begin to fear, fade into unbelief, bitter hearts, disappointment, you want to curse instead of bless. The next time that happens, because listen, the day is young. I know it's going to happen. I'm not, you're not fooling me. You don't have this all together. Neither do I. But the next time that happens, if you want, a, you want a miracle and you want healing to come, you want the presence of God, start speaking faith. Start declaring what you hope for. Start speaking of what you are certain, even if you don't see it. Say it, it's dangerous. So whatever it is, with your husband, with your kids, it's, it's gonna be with people, because Satan wants to come after people, kill, steal, and destroy them as image bearers of a holy God. Kill him. Kill him and use words. But when we speak words of faith, <laughs> the father goes, yeah, according to that, according to what my daughter's saying, go do that. Whew. Friends, I don't have more for you than that. I'll spend every waking breath of my life from now till you put me in a box saying live according to faith because the righteous will live by faith and the righteous carry kingdom presence and power with kindness and courage they're unoffendable <laughs> they're on mission They're healed, restored, transformed, and set free according to your faith. God, we give you our hearts. We give you our unbelief, our fear, our shame, our guilt that has come from ancient places, God. Heal us. We'll take it any way you want to serve it. We'll take it. We'll take crumbs. We'll take anything. But God, thank you that you invite us to the table. Thank you that we have a place. It's royal. There's a robe. There's a ring. And there's sandals on our feet. We are not orphans. We live as royal children of God. According to our faith, use us today. In Jesus' name, amen.
there's nothing like your love. 